So we just got word that Duncan Hunter received the best Christmas present possible. He got a presidential pardon while his wife stays in prison. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ruthless. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. Judge Amy Coney Barrett. If Joe Biden wins, Democrats can sack the courts. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Maybe that's a question you should ask China. Anyway, my time's up. I'm not thinking about that. That's okay. I know you're not thinking. You never do. It's a whole hoax. And you know who's playing into the hoax? People like you and the fake news media. We are born free and we will stay free. All right, folks. Welcome (laughs) to the Christmas Spectacular. And, uh, you know, we really hope that you enjoy this because it'll be the only Christmas episode for the next four years after Biden bans the holiday. So let's, <laughs> let's do it upright, Josh. The, uh, can we revisit, just before we get going, your opening line on Duncan Hunter? I mean, that's the thing. So for years, I've been telling folks the truth. Duncan Hunter did nothing wrong. His <laughs> wife was responsible for everything. And I'm glad, you know... He's you, now completely vindicated. Do you so you don't think like just the paperwork got lost on that pardon that he was he was deliberately pardoning Duncan and not his wife? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, God knows that that this is another situation, just like I've told people about Tiger Woods, where it's just a good man who got into a bad situation with a bad woman, <laughs> you know, just trying to bring him down. So hopefully, you know what, Duncan, we're hoping the best for you. I hope you bounce back, buddy. Find yourself a district and get back to Congress. I'm not gonna read. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that. I'm just going to leave all of that, especially the Tiger Woods thing. I'm going to leave it there. We have a huge show. It's gigantic. It's a Christmas spectacular. We've got some really, really important stuff to get to. We're going to have some news to, for Georgia because we always have something for Georgia. But we also couldn't help but notice that there is a congressional stalemate now with the COVID relief package with the president last uh, two nights ago threatening to veto essentially over a $600 check versus a $2,000 check that he requested. And, you know, we, we put our heads together, Smug. Yeah, so I think we have a solution. Um, and it's, it's, it's pretty simple, folks. Instead of giving everyone 600 we should give one random person a trillion dollars. Live on, you know, it's going to be live on air. It's going to be Trump in the Oval Office. He gets this like, you know, one of those big lotto drawing things where he's just like a bingo thing, you know, where he's like turning the, the, the wheel is of all he, the... No, is, he, is he turning it? Because I... I he's got to have an assistant. We'll have someone there, you know, like Kaylee, someone can be like turning the big wheel. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, it shoots out the ping pong ball with the social security number, you know, like weaves around in the little pipe. And then Trump pulls a number and there's a social security number of the world's first trillionaire. So this is, I think this is a truly inspired idea for so many reasons. The first is he's going to create the first trillionaire. It's a historic moment. It's a historic moment. Second of all, you know, you may say, sure, everybody could use a $600 check and, you know, one person with a trillion dollars might not be terrific, but those people... Those people have never watched what's happened to people who've won the lottery. Yeah. I mean, this is, you want a stimulus? This is going straight into the economy. It's going to be spent on like booze and restaurants uh, and partying. You know, this is straight consumption. This isn't like, you know, this isn't any sort of issue with inequality where you've got billionaires like Bezos who are spending all their money to buy newspapers and 
other garbage no one needs. This is going to be somebody putting a trillion dollars to work in the economy and help Americans in, in the service industry, you know, whether they be restaurant workers, whether they be delivery people, whether they be exotic well, it's dancers, part of the, it's part they're the going to get some cash. It's part of the fun because you're randomly drawing somebody and you don't know what their vices are. Yeah. Right. If this person is just a, a heavy drinker, for example, yeah. the, the booze industry is going to be thrilled with the result of a trillion dollars. going. Totally. It, it's, it, it, I mean, imagine what it would do. You know, if the guy loves bourbon, he, he's going to go out and he's just going to buy it as much as he possibly can. And right. you've got all those hardworking Americans in the bourbon industry who are going to be getting that lifeline right when they need it. It's all, cons- I mean, this person is just going to be, you know, vacationing across America. This person's going to be, you know, eating out all, you know, all three meals a day. It's going to be our hardworking folks working in the restaurants, in the service industry, getting this cash in their pockets it right is when a, they need it. an immediate stimulus. And, and people can say, you know, well, how do you know that? We know that. We've done some research on this and we have looked into it. <laughs> Absolutely. And it turns out basically every Powerball winner in the history of the Powerball turns their life into a complete mess. I mean, they spend all of it. I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of this. Is This is not, you know, millions being sent to the Kennedy Center. This is money that's going to be injected directly into the economy. Like we're talking about our hardworking Americans like at Hooters. You know one Hooters waitress is going to get a tip bigger than 600 bucks after this guy gets his trillion. 600 bucks, but 6 million bucks. Yeah, seriously. You got a trillion. Yeah, you want a real, you want a real stimulus package? This, yeah. this is the way to do it. And I, I mean, think of, think of all the benefits for President Trump. I mean, uh, we've already touched on this. He's going to create the first trillionaire in world history. But think about the ratings. Not, you know, oh. every station, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, MSNBC scene and they're all going to carry but not just here across the world everyone is going to be watching the creation of the first trillionaire it'll be the highest rated program in the history of humanity that's what president trump stands to gain <laughs> and, and i think you put all the social security numbers in there right i mean this isn't this absolutely is, it's everybody everybody we're not going to means test it we're not nope. we're just throwing everybody yep. in and 100 spin in the wheel and and a ball pops out and whoever that dude or, or lady is who are sitting on their couch in their sweatpants, or do we invite them in? Maybe you, maybe they have to, we, you know, you got to have like the, the, the nearest military base, just like helicopter them in. That's part of the show. So, so like you got, you got the ball and the, and the unveiling of the, of the name. And then you can have like maybe yeah. 30 minutes of pre-produced content on the first trillionaire. Yeah. And then by that 30 minute window, they will yeah. have located the trillionaire and deliver the trillionaire to the Oval Office. Get, get them to like the nearest Air Force base and put them on some like supersonic jet that we haven't heard about. Get them to DC in like 10 minutes. It could be done. I mean, who would not watch this? It would be absolutely amazing. Best television you can make. Of. No mistake. It would be excellent for the American economy. Absolutely. You know, the thing, Congress had their time. They had their six months or eight months or whatever. It's time to start rolling the dice, folks. You know, they had their time to debate and write up bills. That's not what the American people need. We got to roll the dice and get some cash out of there. I think this is, I think this is genius. I hope the president is listening. I, I yeah. think this is, this is something that can be accomplished. And, and I, you know, I'm not even sure it needs an act of Congress, frankly, Smug. I think this is something he can get done on his own. Absolutely. He calls up Mnuchin. He says, fire up the machines. Let's get a trillion. You know, <laughs> hey, let's get this done, buddy. Uh, what, what would you do? What would you do? You get, you, they pull Buy your number trillion? out. 
Yeah, straight up. What do you do with trillion dollars? Um, I mean, I definitely buy an island somewhere. And then, but then you like, you either need, I, I mean, I've given some thought to this. <laughs> I mean, everyone has, everyone has. So, so like you either need a doctor friend or you need to buy a doctor, right? That's a good point. You, That's either, a good point. You either need a teacher, like I've got kids. So you either need a teacher friend or you need to buy a teacher. Yeah. Right. You, you, there, it's, it's like a, like a miniature Noah's Ark of wealth that you need to, you need to figure <laughs> you out. You have to create to, your own world, basically. You, you do. Insulate that, yourself. That, that's exactly right. And I'm a total think, out of touch Howard Hughes type. Yeah. I mean, that would be goals, honestly, for me. You know? What? I know I've made it when I've got like hair down to my shoulders and my toenails and I've lost my mind. I think that's, that's the right my move. my trillionaire lifestyle is. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you do, Smug? I mean, I'm instantly going overseas to some like tax replays that doesn't extradite. I, I don't trust, I don't trust the government to, I don't trust Biden to not show up and just take it, you know? AOC, AOC becomes a senator. God knows what happens to this country. If she becomes president, who knows what happens? I'm not taking any chances. I'm taking the trillion and I'm running. I'm going to find some place that doesn't You're going to need a security force. You need to look into that. You know, I'll get those. Um, who are those guys that Trump are? The Blackwater team? I'm getting the Blackwater team to watch my back. Those are gentlemen. You know, they're like a lot of hardworking Americans. They're looking for work right now. They've had some tough times and I'm going to put, you know, Put, put this money right in their pockets. That's what I do with the trillion. Just get that Blackwater security team and I'm going overseas to a place that doesn't extradite and has no income tax. So just, just to be clear, the, the stimulus wouldn't really work if we gave it to you. <laughs> I mean, it would. I mean, you've, you've got these veteran heroes, you know, they're taken care of. Yeah, but and, you're in a foreign country that doesn't extradite. Like, it's I mean, that- my cash is there. I'm, I'm going to be in the U.S. from time to time. You know? <laughs> I'm going to enjoy you know, the, the things that can be found out there in the world with more lax laws and domestically, but I, I'm, I'm going to spend get, some time I, here in the U.S. I don't want to probe into the lax laws <laughs> and the domestic. But I'm, I'm absolutely going 100% eccentric, eccentric <laughs> trillionaire route. Long hair, toenails, make crazy demands. My poor assistant, Foldy, I'm going to start asking him to get crazy oh. things done. I want to rebuild the like spruce goose 10 times the size <laughs> made out of paper and he'll have to figure it out. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, the idea itself folks is the answer America and the world have been looking for. It's going to be the first trillionaire and it's going to be a random American hundred percent roll the dice. And what a, what a feat of entertainment it will be. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you got to tell president Trump, this would get the highest ratings, not like, of the year, not in U.S. history, in the history of humanity. Every television that exists on the planet would be tuned into this. <laughs> I would watch. Everyone would watch. Amazing. I got a feeling you go off of space with your demands, but, but let's, tra- <laughs> let's transition. Let's transition. Let's transition to Georgia. Let's get serious for a second. We have on this program uh, brought you very real facts about both Democratic candidates when absolutely nobody in Georgia is reporting on these people. It is unbelievable, the media. But I've actually, I, I, I just tweeted out yesterday, I've never seen worse regional media bias than the Atlantic Journal-Constitution. It is an absolute rag. Yeah, what what was that Clint Eastwood movie that just came out? Richard Jewell. This is the newspaper that g- went after Richard Jewell, folks. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're just it's it, it's just a terrible publication, terrible. But anyway, 
So another story that they ignored, two nights ago, Tucker Carlson and his program put on, uh, Fox News did a little thing for the website here. Let me, let me introduce it. This is from Fox. U.S. Senate candidate Raphael Warnock's wife told a police officer in March, March, this isn't 10 years ago, Smug. This March is, of this year. March of 2020. Wow. That her husband is- I thought this is was a, like a, a, a far past thing like these stories you draw. This just happened. This yeah, just no, this happened. isn't a deep dive. Like that's, that's the thing. This is the thing that makes it so much more infuriating that no journos actually look into this. This isn't like, hey, 25 years ago, we found a picture of, in your yearbook. This is, hey, like <laughs> Crazy. four months ago. Crazy. Crazy. So uh, her husband is a quote unquote great actor and a quote phenomenal at putting on a really good show unquote after Warnock denied her allegations of deliberately running over her foot with the car. The comments could be heard on the body cam footage obtained uh, that Tucker Carlson actually played two nights ago. Let's run that briefly. I want to file a report. Mm-hmm. This man's running for the United States Senate, and all he cares about right now is his reputation. I work at the mayor's office, okay. and this is a big problem. Okay. I've been trying to be very quiet about the way that he is for the sake of my kids and his reputation. I've tried to keep the way that he acts under wraps for a long time, and today he crossed the line. <laughs> so that is what is going on here, and he's a great actor. He is phenomenal at putting on a really good show. Okay, so so here like that's horrific. It, it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. This I'll is tell you, I mean, in my opinion, you hear that. I mean, that that that's not. She's not lying. That's horrific. In my opinion, that's terrifying. It sounds awful. And and I mean, just extrapolating that out. I mean, can you imagine for a moment if a Republican candidate had a wife and police body cam footage? saying something like this, I mean, it would be end to end, wall to wall coverage. And this is, this is like, you got to get it out in conservative media because nobody else will, will even touch it. Yeah, and it's very frustrating. I mean, you, you folks know we like to call out journalists and you know, that's exactly what we're going to do right now. Um, so we have a tweet I wanted to read you folks. This is from uh, a journo at the Daily Beast named Justin Baragana. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but Justin tweets out, so Tucker is selling this, quote, exclusive video as a, quote, altercation between Raphael Warnock and his ex-wife. There is no altercation, however. Okay, hold up. What? So uh, I guess running people over cars doesn't qualify as an altercation. That's no big deal, folks. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's... Gonna have to remember that. It's happening again is, is really what I'm, what I'm seeing here is the journos saw a few weeks ago that if they suppress information, they can, they can get the election to go their way. They did that with the Hunter Biden story, and they proudly you know, were spiking the football on Twitter like Sam Stein did, uh, who's now getting uh, a promotion at Politico. They're spiking the football about being able to suppress the Hunter Biden story. And now look, they're doing it again. There's there's an election coming up, so the journos are trying to suppress a story that makes the Dem look bad, and not just look bad. I mean, if this guy ran over his wife with a car, this is well. And she's she's got. I mean, she goes more into this video. I'm not going to paraphrase it because I don't want to be imprecise. But I mean, the the fact of the matter is, Google it. Look look this stuff up. It's not good. It's not good. You know, and yeah. and and it. 
look, I don't want to be the arbiter of what is truth and what is not. This is a marriage that clearly went south. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that and that's on police body. I think, generally speaking, when your marriage is on police bad body cam footage, <laughs> not great. Not something you want to happen. No, you don't want that. <laughs> um, but but be that as it may, it's newsworthy for a Senate candidate. <laughs> it's it's fucking shocking that this guy is still running for Senate. Only a Dem could pull this off. Only a Dem with it's, like a media doing everything they can to 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 save them and protect them and suppress this news and interfere in an election because that's what these journals are doing. Uh, only, only a dem could get away with this. But oh God. All right. So that's, I enough. think that's the last like horrific news <laughs> we should have on our Christmas. Spectacular. I mean, it would be totally disqualifying in any other it's way for absolutely. Except if you're a Democrat in Georgia, it's like run your wife over. Hey man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Oh yeah. Well, you're dumb. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> So finally, we're going to get to... Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, folks. We're going to get to the meat of the episode of the Christmas Spectacular. We're going to talk about... It's Christmas Eve, so, you know, it's it's pretty obvious what we got to get into, folks. It's Christmas, the best best holiday of the year, the best holiday period, uh, and one that everyone knows I look forward to tremendously. Totally. Totally. It's one of the, it's one of the absolute best. Hopefully you have a plan in motion. I mean, most people do, they know how they're, mm-hmm. they're going to execute. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember being a, uh, uh, when I first started dating my wife and going into her family, the feeling of not having your own family's traditions is sort of a strange one. So for those, <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you who are in that, you're going to really have to think through how you're operating, right? Because truth is you're really uncomfortable with it. And, and they're just as uncomfortable with you in the room as you are. <laughs> That's a great point. You know what, folks? Here's another pro tip from, uh, you know, someone who isn't married and has had a few Christmases uh, with, with a significant other. If, if you are in the, you know, Christmas photo with her and her family and you're on the very outside edge, like you're to her, like, left, while the rest of the family is to her right, it's not going to last because she's got it set up just in case she clips you. to cut you out of the photo. She clips you. Yeah. I mean, women always think 10 steps ahead of men. They're, they're, Smug, they're this far is, more analytical. I didn't even know. That, yeah. I, man. I, it, I mean, if you're on the same side as the family, she thinks it's, it, it's going to last. Uh, but you're on thin ice if you're on the other side, folks, because oh. they don't want to ruin a good picture. That is unbelievable. I'm going to have to go back and look at the pictures. <laughs> look at the pictures. Look at the pictures. I'm, I'm telling you, every time, every I'm confronting, time. I'm confronting my wife <laughs> tonight. I guarantee you're on the inside with the family, Josh. That's I don't know, man. I think that was a little <laughs> bit of a wild card at, at the beginning. It may have been like year one, year two, year three. I migrated inward, but I, it would have been a real roll of the dice on year one for sure. But I mean, you bring up a great point. So, I mean, if you're visiting someone else's folks, if you're having folks over, uh, you know, I, I have to reiterate the point of Christmas is about one thing and it's about winning. That's, That's what this holiday is based around winning. The thought doesn't count. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not the thought that counts. It's about winning. Uh, <laughs> so like you should have been prepping for Christmas a few weeks ahead, a month ahead to make sure that you win. Like here's, here's a solid game plan. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to put it into, you know, gear this year, I hope, you know, there's probably not going to be a Christmas next year for the next four, but keep this in mind the next time we're legally yeah. allowed to celebrate. Here's what you do, folks. You tell your family the gift spending limit is like 30 bucks, right? 
And then when it's time to open presents, you will not have followed that. You splurge. So while like, you know, someone is opening Aunt Judy's present and it's socks, you know, okay. Uh, you know, they have to act like they really wanted these socks so bad. And then they open yours and it's a new PlayStation. Boom. You've won. The thought doesn't count. It's about winning, folks. This is, this is the greatest setup of all time. It is. You tell everybody you got $30 minimum. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're buying like Splurge. a $200 pair of earrings. Big ticket items. I mean, that's the thing is it's not enough to win, folks. Others must lose. That's what I live by. Um, because you can see the blood sort of drain out of their face when they oh, know yeah. like yeah. somehow you've beaten the system. And Judy's going to see you know, her socks thrown in the corner while Junior's trying to plug that new PlayStation into the TV. <laughs> she knows she has lost and you have won. And that's what it's about. You have to just dominate. It's Establish really dominance. It's just really, really simple. And that, that's the easiest, best way to do it. You know, you've got you to come in hot. I mean, you have to Christmas Eve, hopefully you're already drinking heavily. That's, that's also a rule of thumb, folks. It's, you, you better get loaded. It's Christmas. You got, and, and when you wake up, it, the reason you're drinking so heavily on Christmas Eve is not for the fun of Christmas Eve. It's for Christmas morning. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. My Christmas plan is it's going to be just like a party. It's like 72 hours rager. You've got a little different agenda than <laughs> You've got a you little different agenda. I, I have a family. You're, you're fortunate you've got a lovely and a, wife and kids. You're a degenerate. <laughs> and I just get to rage. <laughs> 72 hours can be like Van Halen. How much um, do you want to go into it? I cannot go into it at all. This is a family program. <laughs> um, I'm going to be watching smiling kids, enjoying yeah, their right? presence. And Hopefully we get some snowflakes. And I'm just going to, you know, celebrate the holiday to each their own, folks. But you're in it to win it. That's what matters. Uh, and, you know, like you said, you, you got to be loaded on Christmas. What's your, what's your Christmas drink of choice, Josh? Well, I like getting eggnog, eggnog drunk. That's right. I mean, you only have really one opportunity to do it. It's not like you can break out eggnog in April. That's the thing. It's like, I mean, year-round, I, 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 I love sipping my bourbon. And I, I will absolutely on Christmas, but you're, it's the one time of the year you can just get wasted on eggnog. And it's a different kind of drunk. That it's eggnog different. drunk hits different. It's, it's so different. good. There's no question. It, there is a, it's a slow mover. It builds <laughs> over time. Yeah. You think you're just sort of comfortably resting in front of the fire until, until you stand up and take your first step towards the rest facilities. See, that's the thing is you get your eggnog and you get your fire and you sit down and you start housing some eggnog. And it's, that's the thing. It, it's like, you have no understanding of time or place. <laughs> it's two hours later. You've got like nine empty eggnog glasses next to you. And then when you try to get up, that's when you realize now you've got that eggnog drunk. <laughs> You're nice and warm. It's difficult to walk. Your vision's kind of hazy, but you feel incredible. And you kind of have to be a veteran. I, let me just say yeah. for, the, for, for the people. Yeah, this, who, is not, this is not amateur hour. No, I mean, for the people who you don't, don't get housed on, on eggnog, this is, this is not your first rodeo. You got to know what you're doing when you get into this. Yeah, if you're not a regular drinker, this is probably not a great prescription because I, I can tell you, like, like, like by 10 o'clock, it sounds like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're toasted. You're, you're done for. But I, God, I love it. Uh, <laughs> so what, what is your favorite uh, uh, Christmas song, Smug? See, that's the thing is, it's all about the ambiance, you know. I, I embrace the holidays fully. I got, I, you know, 
I got the Christmas tree. It's been up since you've had it up since September. <laughs> yeah, it's been up for a while. Yeah. Uh, the hap- the Merry Christmas doormat's been out there since like July. Um, so it's all about the ambiance. Uh, I got a few Christmas songs I love. You know, um, you got your classics. Uh, Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Paul McCartney, all time classic. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, sort of cold for you, outside. Though. Yeah, Baby It's Cold Outside, I think, is the Christmas jam. Oh, you never go wrong with that one. <laughs> that is um, precisely what I thought you would select. I mean, it's got It's always, I say, you know, Alexa, you got to play it. <laughs> I'm not, Who doesn't have a good time? I mean, everyone in that song is having a great time. Yeah, for those of you who are, who are having just sort of familiarized yourself with those, uh, those special lyrics... Uh, go ahead and, and give it a play. I'm not, I'm not reading that one. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead. And we're going to get in trouble reading that one. Good, lovely. What's yours? Uh, is you it know, Carol or is it a song? It's been, God, I can, I can, on the song category, here's the thing, man. I've got, I've got two kids, right? I'm jamming through Jingle Bells and Frosty the Snowman yeah. and all that stuff. And my kids love it. And if they love it, I love it. So it's, I, I'm, I'm kind of good with that right now. If you were to ask me, like, where is my jam? I, I, like, I really love a Michael Bublé Christmas. There like, you go. That's, I, you know, something that that's just the ambiance. Yeah. You're on the Bublé, you sit in front of the fire, you get that eggnog. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Yeah. It's, it, You're it, in the right place. Exactly. 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 Well, I, I mean, look, I can tell you my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, what's on the TV while you're in front of that fireplace? Seven. <laughs> it's better than the diehard argument. <laughs> the end. Is, yeah, it's all about gift giving, folks. What's in the box? <laughs> this is a way better argument than the diehard bullshit. <laughs> If we're going to have a multi-year discussion about whether Die Hard is a Christmas yeah. movie, I'm going to pick it's not. That. It's not, folks. It's not. Yeah. Die Hard is neither good nor, nor a Christmas film. That's, I'm that's, with that's my stand. I'm with Smug. I'm yeah. just not like, you know, I know people feel strongly about it. But if they're going to You want to try to take that like, you know, oh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to pick a Christmas song because I'm too cool for school. Pick The Godfather. That's a good Christmas film. Everyone oh. loves The Godfather. And it's a Christmas film. Total it's a Christmas film. film. It's a lovely film. Well, look, um, before we get out of here, Smug, uh, I think we have a hearty thank you to the Minions and all the listeners Mm -hmm. of this program uh, because we have our 20th episode. This was the 20th episode, folks. Time is flying. Time is flying. Um, Anytime anytime you have hundreds of thousands of downloads uh, over basically something we came up with in the end of October – you just really got to feel gratified. And, yeah. And I know that there's a lot of people who are uh, probably not having their best Christmas ever. This is probably not the best 2020 ever, but you all have made uh, the end of our 2020 incredibly important. And, uh, and we really thank you for it. Yeah. That's one thing I, I'll say, uh, you know, the non-joke thing is the incredible gratitude I feel. Our, our numbers have been bananas. The support has been way more than we could have anticipated. We're so grateful to all you folks. Um, and you know what? I have a feeling 2021 is going to be a hell of a good year for everybody. I think, Absolutely. Uh, I think we're going to put this plague behind us and I think better days are ahead. I'm with you, brother. 
thank you for everything. I uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas. And uh, you know what? Let's do another. Let's, let's keep this going. We'll do off week stuff. Sure. We'll do it between Christmas and New Year's if we have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Why not? You know, I love and, it. And I am so happy to hear that. And I will, re- I'll return the favor. Merry Christmas to you as well, Josh. It's been, it's been a great run for 20 episodes. Let's get 20,000 more. You got it, pal. Sign us out of here. All right. Well, Thank you so much for listening this year and continuing to support the program minions. So continue to keep the faith, hold the line and own the libs. Stay ruthless. We'll catch you on Tuesday. Merry Christmas folks. <laughs>